Welcome, welcome, welcome. Once again, another edition of From the Press Box with Wade Neely. I'm your host, Pulaski Citizen Sports Editor Wade Neely, and we have got a lot to dive into here. You're listening and watching the Thursday, December the 14th edition of this program. Where has the time gone? Folks, we're just a couple of days away from Christmas, just a few weeks away from the end of the year. Basketball season is in full swing, and uh, there's much to discuss with a lot of our local teams. Big show today. We'll interview and sit down with Fayetteville City and Richland alumnus, Fayetteville City boys basketball coach and Richland alumnus, Chris Murdoch. Had a great time catching up with an old friend of ours, Coach Murdoch. Again, a Richland and Martin Methodist College alum. He's had great success, over a decade of success at Fayetteville City. Fayetteville came to Hardin-Mayfield Gymnasium on Tuesday night of this week for a big rematch in a boys basketball showdown. So uh, coming up, uh, 10 good minutes with Chris Murdoch, as uh, that is our featured guest of the week here. Battling through a little illness, but I'm going to be a brave soldier and venture on here. Hope everybody is staying safe. Hope everybody is staying healthy. Uh, We've had some casualties here in Pulaski Citizen Headquarters and uh, just kind of hoping that everybody is able to navigate their way through the holiday season uh, unscathed. A lot to get into, so we might as well just dive in with what's in this edition of the Pulaski Citizen. And on the front page this week, we have a great feature story on two big wins for the Giles County boys basketball team. As the Bobcats last week picked up nice wins on Monday night uh, versus Spring Hill, and then uh, the boys basketball team picked up a win on Monday night versus Spring Hill, followed it up with a Tuesday night showdown that we broadcast on PCL. Knocking off Lincoln County. Lincoln County is a 4A school. Giles County, they're the the more talented team. They definitely have the more senior and uh, upperclassmen leadership. Uh, Lincoln County with a first-year head coach, uh, Lance Stevens, who's a friend of ours, uh, an old Mark Methodist uh, friend of ours at least, as uh, he's taken over trying to rebuild the program. So Giles County got the win 67-19 versus Spring Hill on Monday. They followed it up with a Tuesday night win versus Lincoln County, 55-41. to Lincoln County really took the air out of the ball for good chunks of the game, as did Giles County, as J.C. on Coffee had 16 points. He finished with 25, but he had 16 in the very first quarter, folks. This kid is playing at a very high level. He's in his senior season, and uh, it's been fun. I can remember being in Hardin-Mayfield Gymnasium two years ago, And midway through his sophomore year, I can't tell you specifically what game, but I vividly remember being in the press box broadcasting that night and said, something has clicked. And from that moment as a sophomore, he's kind of just built and built and built. And so J.C. on now a senior, uh, had his first offer come in from Jackson State Community College. We spoke to Nick Campbell, uh, the boys basketball coach, earlier this week. And uh, Coach Campbell told me straight up, he said, whoever – uh, ends up with this kid is going to get a real player. And, uh, you know, he says, hey, obviously I'm going to go to bat for my guy, but uh, and I want to see him uh, perhaps get the, the quote-unquote best offer or the best fit for him. But uh, he said whoever ends up with him is going to get a, a great player, and I kind of believe that too. So J.C. on finishes with 25. Giles County got the win. They followed up Tuesday night. This was our feature game this week, Giles County. Uh, ran away from Fayetteville in the second half. Giles County winning at 79-55. to Jason was playing great as well. Uh, I believe he finished with 23, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's been a crazy week, folks. So don't uh, You may want to fact check that. But Jason has a great night. 
Finishes with uh, at least 18-plus. How about that? Cason Howard flanking right behind him and scoring. Giles County in a bit of a tussle versus Fayetteville in the first half, especially uh, really in the first quarter. But in the second quarter, they kind of built up a little bit of a lead. Third quarter, however, they come out, and it was a fantastic effort from junior Latarius Brewer. Brewer had a couple of nice steals. He had a couple of nice lay-ins. This kid had a great game for Giles County. And he's one of those kids that before the season, if you just looked at the roster from last year, you're saying, okay, yeah, he got some minutes, and, you know, he did some decent things. But having a kid like Latarius who's taken a big leap into his junior year now, uh, he's really flourished. And so Giles County is going to benefit tremendously from him as they look to continue their winning ways. Bobcats have now won six straight games. Uh, by the time this show, by the time you're watching it, they're getting ready to take on uh, Mount Pleasant. We'll talk about that later in the big finish, but Mount Pleasant is hosting Giles County tonight. That game will be broadcast on Main Street Media Radio. Uh, and then so Giles County will be off for the week. They come back next week, a huge game. They take on Forrest, who is winless, but is still a scrappy team. They take them on Monday night at home, Tuesday night, They have the Harriman Blue Devils, just a couple years removed from a state championship. They are a single-A powerhouse. They've got a Gatorade top 150 player. Coach Murdoch and I uh, discuss Harriman coming up a little bit later in our interview today. But uh, they are a dangerous team, and they're also coached by Giles County uh, legendary basketball player Shea Shannon. So uh, next Tuesday is going to be a big week. So that's kind of our feature story in the newspaper this week. We also – have uh, columns, or excuse me, have recaps from last week's games as the Richland Raiders. Uh, tough night last Tuesday as the Raiders suffered defeats to Loretto. Loretto, both boys and girls, they are scrappy. They are hard-nosed. They are well-coached. They're two really good double-A programs, so Richland technically jumps up a class. Uh, not going to say that that's necessarily the end of the world that Richland suffers those defeats, but we do have recaps from the games uh, versus Loretto last week. Speaking of Richland, uh, they did bounce back in a big way, and Richland has got uh, a couple of big games coming up on the calendar that we'll get into here in just a second. But Richland bounces back. They were off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but Saturday afternoon, snuck it in. And uh, by the way, we should have led with this. I apologize, but uh, our our thoughts and our prayers are with everybody affected by the storms uh, over the weekend. Uh, it was a tragic situation, especially in Clarksville and in Davidson County, so in uh, Sumner County. So uh, from all of us here at the Pulaski Citizen, all of us at Main Street, uh, you're, you guys have certainly been in our thoughts and prayers. And um, speaking of which, though, Saturday, before the storms came in, Richland got in some games, and the girls had a massive win. A little bit of a... Uh, what's the word I would even use? Outclassed is not even really putting it in the same breath. As uh, Richland girls win 61-3. to You can read the recap uh, in the Pulaski Citizen or on PulaskiCitizen.com, but 61-3 to as uh, they hold Zion Christian Academy uh, to three points. They didn't score till the fourth quarter, got some free throws late. Massive win for the Richland Lady Raiders, erasing kind of the bad taste in their mouth from Tuesday. Uh, last week versus Loretto. Ladies also bounced back with a nice win on Tuesday of this week as uh, they had to battle for it, but they went into the fourth quarter in a tussle versus community, but they got the nice win. Uh, So Richland is kind of on the upward trajectory and uh, in boys' action as well. Got a nice win versus Zion Christian, 61 to 47. And then last night, uh, Tuesday night, I should say, followed up with a 46-24 win 
versus community. Up next for the Raiders, I kind of teased it. They have a huge game. I'll be broadcasting Friday. Mark and Jennifer are still on the mend. I uh, hope you guys are safe and recovering from the illness. As uh, Wayne County will come to town, that will be a massive showdown. The Wayne County girls are an elite single-A program. I mean elite. Uh, state tournament runner-up, I believe, now two years in a row. Um, and they will be a hard matchup for Coach Chad Hall and the Lady Raiders. But that'll be Friday night. The boys, meanwhile, Richland, uh, the last couple of years in district play, has really kind of struggled at times uh, with a team like Wayne County. So it will be an interesting matchup when we talk about uh, the boys' contest for sure. If Richland ladies come out and play well, uh, you got to imagine that they would fare okay uh, and maybe potentially, hopefully, be in the game late to try and pull off an upset. Uh, but the boys, Wayne County got them a couple of times in the recent years when they were district mates, as I mentioned. So that's going to be a big showdown. That'll come your way on Friday uh, on Pulaski Citizen Live. So uh, basketball, we also have previews of our – I know it sounds a bit weird, but we have our season previews that just dropped this week, and uh, we kind of framed those. Uh, you get a chance to meet the players, get a chance to kind of see what the lay of the land is for the programs, and uh, just treat that as if it's a true season preview. Uh, but we always drop that a few weeks later just so we can get the true shine for the basketball programs rather than kind of stealing the spotlight or sharing the spotlight, so to speak, with football. So those are in there. Speaking of football, uh, we have some good news and some bad news and uh, some tragic news. Uh, it is on our front page of the Pulaski Citizen Sports section this week. Legendary and longtime Giles County football coach Jackie Smith passed away earlier this month. He was one day shy of his 80th birthday. Coach Smith, a, uh, a complex man to say the least. Uh, he had a lot of fans and supporters in Giles County. He had a lot of uh, naysayers in, uh, in Giles County. I don't think anyone would dispute that. Uh, but the story that we were able to tell and that I was uh, fortunate enough to write was uh, really fun because we got to catch up. And to a T, everybody that we interviewed, uh, whether it was Johnny Phelps, whether it was Knox Vanderpool, who was a great player for him in the 90s, or whether it was Chris Edgman, who played for him back in the 70s, they all said that Coach Smith absolutely loved his players, uh, treated players with respect, and treated them fairly. Uh, and especially when you're talking about in the 70s, you know, things were a little bit different. Uh, back then, you know, we were only 20 plus years away, uh, removed from uh, the integration of schools and Coach Smith. Uh, great stuff from Chris Edgman said that he remembers vividly uh, Coach Smith treating every single player, regardless of uh, race or income status, uh, in a high regard. So uh, it is with sad news that we pa uh, mentioned the passing of Coach Smith. Again, one day shy of his 80th birthday. And uh, he had a great run. Two different stretches, uh, beginning in the 70s, finishing in the early 80s, and then he kind of goes on hiatus for a couple of years, uh, staying at Giles County High School but not coaching the football team. He returns in 94. Obviously, most of you guys are familiar with the 95 team that goes undefeated, led by Knox Vanderpool, led by a lot of great players. Uh, Daryl Beats and some of those guys, uh, really, really some talented football players, maybe some of the best ever for Giles County, if we're being honest. Uh, they are eliminated in the second round of the playoffs. The following year, don't go undefeated, but they do get to the third round of the playoffs. And uh, I remember going to this game as a youngster, driving down to the Brickyard uh, or Sam Davis Park. Uh, there was no Brickyard back then, but going down to Sam Davis Park, Memphis Melrose ends the Bobcat season in the third round in dramatic fashion, 56 to nothing. 
uh, an absolutely loaded Melrose team that goes on to win it all and uh, sent a lot of players to the uh, SEC and sent a lot of players to the NFL. But uh, Coach Smith uh, coaching until 2005. Tim Johnson takes over then, and then David O'Connor takes over in 2006. So that's on the front page of this week's uh, sports section. And uh, Coach Smith, again, passing at 79 years old uh, over in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Um, so without further ado, I think we've uh, wrapped up our opening segment pretty well. Oh, one final thing I did want to mention, a special shout-out to our guy and good friend of the show, Kamari Turner. He was not on the hardwood last week for Giles County in the win versus Lincoln County. That's because he was in Clarksville, and uh, he had a pretty solid game up in the East-West All-Star Classic that was played again in Clarksville. KT had a couple of nice receptions, got a chance to showcase his skills in front of a lot of college coaches, and uh, hopefully everybody sees what we have known for a long time is this dude can ball. It doesn't matter whether it's football, basketball, or baseball. He can flat out go, and uh, hopefully uh, that game will maybe lead to some further conversations with uh, college offers for Kamari. So uh, salute to our man KT, and that will take us to our first break. We had 10 good minutes with our good friend and pal. He is the Fayetteville City boys basketball coach, Chris Murdoch. A couple of state tournament appearances for Coach Murdoch in his years with the single-A program. And then they came in to Hardin-Mayfield Gymnasium Tuesday night. Again, he's a Richland alum, so we talked a little bit about that, what that's like, uh, how he keeps up still with his alma mater, the UT Southern Firehawks. And then we even snuck in. He even snuck in a little Titans talk because uh, that was fresh off the win on Monday night for the boys in two-tone blue versus the Dolphins. Uh, so Coach Murdoch on the other side of this timeout. We'll take it to a break. You are watching from the press box with Wade Neely, and we are back right after this. He shoots, and he scores! Welcome back. Another segment here on From the Press Box with Wade Neely. We are on the campus of Giles County High School. We're recording this actually on a Tuesday night, but we wanted to catch up with our good buddy. He's uh, a friend of the program. He's uh, done a great job. He is the Fayetteville Boys basketball coach and athletic director. He is Chris Murdoch. Partner, how you doing, my man? Oh, glad to be back in Giles County tonight. Uh, we're the opponents tonight, though, but it's always good to come back, see familiar faces, see you catch up so I'm excited to be back tonight we're pumped and uh, again we're recording this on Tuesday we'll air on Thursday as always but uh, this is a rematch of a game played just a couple of weeks ago and let's dive in uh, to kind of how your season has gone thus far uh, we knew that Fayetteville was going to be very talented obviously well coached but uh, what have you learned I guess through the first couple of games from your team thus far well we played five games so far and uh, three and two right now um, you know, with football going into the second round of the playoffs, didn't really get to practice those two weeks. So we're figuring a lot of stuff out in season like we have done in the past. Mm -hmm. And Giles County is too with their successful football program and a lot of players going both back and forth. Um, but this team, compared to last year's team, they're, they're different. They need a little bit more toughness, I would say. You know, these guys that are starting this year, they were coming off the bench last year. Uh -huh. They didn't have as much... They had responsibility, but it was, hey, I'm going to come in. Off the, now they're starting. They're playing different roles. Um, 
So I say we, we had a bad game our last game. So I'm excited to bounce back from that. We've had a couple good practices going into a hostile environment here at Giles County and playing a, a very good team who's rolling right now. Yeah, they seem to be playing well. And I was going to ask you, uh, maybe not game plan-wise or anything, but uh, what what do you like or don't like as, a co as an opposing coach that Giles County presents this year? Uh, they're super athletic. I mean, across the board, I think this is a very deep Giles County team. And even the success they had last year, I think they can build on that. And even being up in 3A, I think they can make it back to Murfreesboro with the length, the size, the quickness, and the depth. I mean, he was playing, you know, two or three games with a lot of guys who got a lot of experience yeah. in varsity basketball. And now when they come off that bench, I mean, they're confident. So I can see that with Giles County this year. This has been fun, too. Uh, going on, how many seasons for you? Uh, this is year 15. I did two years when it was Pebble Junior High and then converted over to Pebble High School. And we started varsity program 2011-12. Uh -huh. So you've been doing it for a while. And this has been a fun rivalry yeah. uh, that I've personally enjoyed. I know uh, the fans have enjoyed. Um, Someone that you normally wouldn't think, you know, you have a single-A program in Fayetteville, and now Giles has moved up to three. Uh, but in your mind, what makes this a fun little competitive rivalry? Uh, think, which, which Fayetteville uh, does have a small margin, as you pointed out earlier. Yeah, I mean, it's close. It's 11 to 9. I mean, uh -huh. it could go, I mean, you know, if you look at it, it could be one away this year if we don't take care of business tonight. But I think it's good basketball. You know, the fans like basketball from both schools. The players play a good brand of basketball. It's going to be entertainment. And I always say in Federal, you know, $6 is, is the cheapest entertainment you can get to go watch a basketball game. Why not come out and support and a girls' program, a boys' program? And I think uh, when Federal and, and Giles County play each other, it's always been. I mean, the, like I said, the record's 11 to 9. It's, it's Nobody really has a, a strong advantage, and it's that good of basketball. And the last game uh, a couple of weeks ago in Fayetteville was a barn burner. Mm -hmm. uh, two years ago, you know, we're talking buzzer beaters, and then yeah. it was a uh, five-point narrow win for GCHS just a couple of weeks ago. Um, what is playing a team in 3A? I know you guys always play a difficult schedule. What is playing a team up in classification do, and, and kind of are you getting out of that, these games kind of what you're hoping to for your team? Yeah, I mean, we're trying to play people in December that, we, we you know, we want to see every brand of basketball, whether it's slow-down basketball, whether it's – up-tempo basketball um, because once you get to your district and your tournaments the game kind of changes you know when you get to regions and sub-states you might see a team or a style that you've never seen before right. so we want to play you know we went on the road to Franklin County last week we played for us we're playing our second time versus Giles County we got Columbia Academy on Friday and then going to Summertown and then Harriman comes to town yeah you know for a, a back and forth with Fedville and Giles County and I think that schedule right there is one of the toughest and I really don't tell the guys, oh, we're playing 3A tonight. We shouldn't win. No, we're, right. we're expecting to win every game. I want them to breathe that confidence. I want them to, to build that confidence. And it doesn't matter who you play. Compete, have a chance to win at the end of the game. Absolutely. And since you brought it up, uh, fun series beginning next week. Uh, Fayetteville will host Harriman, uh, the Blue Devils, coming over from East Tennessee. Mm -hmm. They are coached by a good friend of ours, a, a Giles County product in Shea Shannon. He's going to play you guys on Monday, and then he'll come to Harden Mayfield on Tuesday. Uh, number one, what can you just say about what they present? And number two, kind of maybe how did that uh, little series come together? Well, I mean, they're, they're state championship caliber. You know, Shea's won a state championship up there. They've got an ESPN 150 recruit uh, for them who's committed to Murray State. I think he's 8-1 right now, yep. playing good basketball. So, It'll be an exciting time as well. And, again, playing the best in December will prepare you for that January, February district run. Mm -hmm. So 
And uh, and then, so it was unique. I, I guess at one point in time, this was maybe even going to be played all at Giles County. Is that correct? Uh, I guess I'm just curious. How does Shea Shannon's uh, Blue Devils team end up in Velasquez, I guess? Yeah, we were trying to get a little holiday classic here, but I think one team backed out. We couldn't get it together. So let's just say, Shea said, you know what, I'll come down. I'll play you on Monday. I'll play Giles on Tuesday, and he'll make a little trip out of it. He's a school bus driver, so he can drive him down as well. <laughs> two, two, yeah. Yep. Um, so it would be good to see Shay. It will be good to compete. Um, you know, my wife might not like it. That's my anniversary on the 18th. Ah, but okay. Competing against Shay, she'll be there to cheer us both on. It will be exciting. We're, we love keeping tabs on you guys. Uh, you're also going to see Richland on the schedule mm-hmm. a little bit later this year. What have you seen early that you like or don't like out of the Raiders? I mean, it's uh, I don't like what I see because they're good. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, Coach Lovelace does a great job. You can see he's building another good team right now. Um, I think they've only got one loss. They're playing a tough schedule. They put together, they're playing Pickett and Clay County, you know, out, out of region teams. Um, obviously, they are a region team for us. Right. And so we're going to play them January 4th during that break still. And uh, that will be at Fedville. And then uh, Richland hosts the region tournament. So we'll be back over for when our regions meet. And, um, you know, Coach Loves has got a tough-nosed basketball team, I can tell. What's it like for you as a, really as, as a man coming back over to a place like Giles County or a place like Richland where you grew up, obviously, as a Richland alum yourself? Well, it's kind of, I mean, like I said, I've been gone for 15 years now. It's kind of nostalgic to come back and see places I came as a, as a student, played at. Um, you know, so it's kind of cool and see the changes that they made in the buildings and, and still some familiar faces in the crowd. Um, so it's always fun to come back and play uh, where I'm from. Another uh, key angle or key component to this rivalry that we've got on hand tonight. Um, what's it been like your relationship with uh, a Bobcat turned Tiger mm-hmm. back to Bobcat? I think I got that right. Khadijah yeah. Townsend, he's been such a superstar for Giles County and then Martin Methodist, and now he's back on the GC staff. But he was a part of your staff for a number of years. Oh, yeah, great, great coach in Khadijah Townsend. And, and I, was, I was glad he was able to come to Fedville and, um, you know, develop that resume, get that teaching degree, uh, get that coaching experience, and able to come back home. And I hope we didn't teach him too much where he, where he uses it against us. Yep. Um, he was always a great, uh, you know, Khadijah for us was in charge of the scouting reports, the post, the bigs. And then he just had a way with the students. He was able to connect with them, get the most out of them. And I can tell from coaching the JV guys, they believe in him, they play hard for him, and he's just going to bring that knowledge and improve uh, this school and its basketball program too. Final couple questions, we'll get you out of here. Um, Keeping tabs still at all with UT Southern, uh, both as a coach and a fan, because uh, you obviously ended up playing there. And uh, you've sent some kids uh, to the program, or at least in the region, or opponents over the years. And so I'm curious, how closely are you following the Firehawks these days? I keep up with them social media. You know, that's about the best I can do now because schedule, it's hard to get over here. But I I try to come on a Saturday if I can. But I know they picked up the big win at Tech earlier in the year. Uh That was fun to see that. Um, it's always good when Martin slash UT Southern will knock off a D1 school. But uh, Coach Dugan Lyle does a great job, uh, develops a winning program over there, and excited to watch their success and their growth this year. Absolutely. And then final question, hardest hitting question of the interview, how late did you stay up on Monday night? Did you stay up for the whole Monday night football or, or uh, Tennessee Titans? I'm not going to do the full unzip here, but they got the win at Miami last night. They got. I have to say, I watched a halftime, and I had to catch the highlights in the morning when yeah. I woke up. But it was a, it's almost fun to wake up and get that 
that surprise when you wake up. I didn't. I couldn't stay up school night and all. I had to get the kids to bed. But uh, tighten up. Uh, I know we got a few Giles County people, uh, Nissan Stadium, and, and, and Nate Main there as well, and Wade. So. Uh, big time. It was good. Uh, it was a good win for the Titans. We're hoping it's a great game tonight. Coach Chris Murdoch, thank you very much for uh, popping by. We always love having you on the show. You're welcome back anytime, my friend. All right, thanks for having me. Chris Murdoch sitting down with us here again. We're filming this Tuesday night. Giles County is set to host Fayetteville City. It's going to be a big showdown. We're set to broadcast it on Pulaski Citizen Live, and we are going to take a quick timeout on the other side. We'll wrap it up with the big finish on this episode of From the Press Box. Thomas Drugs, serving our community since the early 1900s. We're a full-service drugstore in Soda Fountain located in a building on Main Street that is on the National Register of Historic Places. We have a staff of pharmacists with over 70 years of experience, and we are committed to offering the best care and service to our community. We're now offering healthcare testing and treatment with positive results, a one-stop shop. Stop by our pharmacy today or visit our website at thomasdrugs.net. We're back. Great segment there with Coach Chris Murdoch. Again, Giles County got the win versus Fayetteville Tuesday night. That is a fun rivalry uh, that really kind of has just blossomed out of nowhere, you know, uh, in the sense that Richland and Fayetteville really should kind of be the rivals. Uh, they even play in the same region most years and uh, obviously being both Class A schools. But it's kind of been fun on the gridiron the last season here at Sam Davis Park and then now uh, on the hardwood. It's been a fun rivalry between Giles County and Fayetteville. And so Coach Murdoch, always a fan uh, of what we do here at PCL. And uh, we wanted to show some love to him coming back. So great segment there. Time to close the show out. We have some scheduling announcements to get into at the very end of the show. Uh, I did mention right before our uh, interview with Coach Murdoch, how about the Titans got a massive win on Monday night uh, versus the Miami Dolphins. And unfortunately, you look at it two different ways. It's unfortunate uh, in terms of a draft potential. Tennessee's kind of maybe now moving further down the draft leaderboard or the draft selection board. On the other hand, it's also frustrating because they're only one or two games away in the win column from really being in the thick of things as far as winning the division and making the playoffs. And so uh, don't know how the season is going to shake out. I do know Sunday I'll be at Nissan Stadium. Uh, our good buddy uh, Blaine Keller will be there for Main Street Media. He's always there alongside, as always, uh, our pal Terry McCormick from TitanInsider.com. And uh, so we'll all be there. But te uh, the Texans come rolling in. The Titans have to play the Texans twice in a three-week span. They get the uh, Texans at home this week. They're going to wear the sneaky electric throwback Love You Blue Oilers uniforms again, universally acclaimed. Uh, in their win earlier this year versus the Falcons on uh, in late October. They're going to run it back and wear those. Be interesting to see. Obviously, there's been some chirping on the Internet over the last couple of months uh, about the Texans claiming they should be the Oilers. And so Sunday will be a big game. Uh, that'll be at noon. And uh, looking forward to a good one from Nissan Stadium. A uh, lot of other things. We mentioned the college football playoff uh, talk last week. Uh, we talked a lot about um, where those matchups could go. We'll have another uh, segment on that, obviously, before the games kick off, uh, the four co uh, college football teams kick off on January 1st. Um, but for now, we'll table the talk. Bowl games do kick off this weekend, though. And speaking of bowl games, it's time to do a little quick tale of the tape. And I've kind of almost resigned myself to the fact that it's going to take a miracle. I'm still sitting in third place. Mark Mize is in first. 
Uh, Mark posting a record last week, only eight and five. I did pick up a game on Mark. Carrie Jane Malone, six and seven. Oof, she took uh, two steps back from Mark. So Mark's got 168 wins total. Carrie's got 165. I'm sneaking around the chicken coop a little bit at 162 wins, um, going nine and four last week. And as we get in, for those that have played fearless forecasters in years past, these are the weeks that are tricky because we end up with a lot of professional games and the pro games are so much harder at times to predict. Uh, but the tail of the tape this week, these are my selections. Uh, make sure you snag a form. You can got until 430 on Friday to drop in and play. And if you pick perfect this week, you win $700. And you also can win a, whether you pick perfect or not, you're eligible to win a $50 Lulu's gift card courtesy of our good friends at uh, Remax Southern Real Estate. Shout out to our pal Tiffany Haygood uh, for that there. All right, tail of the tape real quickly. I'm taking Ohio over Georgia Southern. Uh, this should be a good game. Don't really know a bunch about either team, except I do know that Ohio is the Bobcats. So give me the Bobcats over Georgia Southern. I'm taking Jacksonville State, playing in their first bowl game uh, versus Louisiana. Uh, Rich Rod and uh, the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Be fun. Everybody's taking Jacksonville State in that game. I can't go against them. I am uh, taking Appalachian State in their showdown as they play Miami, Ohio. The Red Hawks, uh, former logo rival, if you will, of Martin Methodist College back in the day. Different story for a different episode. But moving right along, give me New Mexico State over Fresno State uh, in a game that I think will be a very entertaining game. I'm taking Boise State, as is Mark, as is Kerry at the top three of the leaderboard over UCLA. And then finally, had to change things up a little bit. Had a feeling everybody was going to go Texas Tech, so I'm taking California. Give me the Golden Bears to knock off Texas Tech in their bowl game. Now we get into the pros real quickly. Give me the Bengals over the Vikings. I'm taking the Colts over the Steelers. Yeah, I just don't like having to even say that. I don't even know if I'm going to uh, watch a second of this game. It is going to be an ugly game. As a Titans guy, you never really want to see uh, the Colts do well. Um, and woof, yeah, we'll have to see about that. But I'm taking the Colts, as is everybody else in our pick'em pool. Also, go ahead, give me the Lions over the Broncos. Broncos playing sneaky well, but I think the Lions take that one. Speaking of sneaky well, the Bears out of nowhere are kind of resurrecting a little bit of their season, uh, saving face right here at the end. They got to go to Cleveland, though, taking on one of the best defenses in the entire NFL. Everybody's taking the Browns myself included. Give me the Packers over the Buccaneers in one of those old school Brett Favre versus Warren Sapp. Scott Stewart knows what I'm talking about. Rivalry games. I'm taking the Packers, even though they didn't look so hot on Monday night uh, versus the Giants. Speaking of Monday night, I'm the only person that's supporting the Tennessee Titans this weekend. Give me the Titans over the Texans. C.J. Stroud might not even play in this game. We turned in the selections before that news. Uh, but if you're going to give me uh, the Titans, who are favored by two at home, yeah, I'm going to take that. I'm taking Tennessee to win the game there. Also, go ahead. Uh, this game looks a little sneakier after what we saw last week, but I'm taking the Dolphins still to beat my beloved New York Jets. Uh, I'm a Jets fan first, then Titans. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. It's a complicated story. Again, another episode, but I'm taking the Dolphins to beat the Jets. But, man, it would be sweet if New York could go in there and get a win. Uh, moving right along, I'm taking the Saints over the hottest team in the NFL, the Giants. Uh, I think the Saints 
uh, do knock off the Giants. That game down in the Superdome this weekend. Give me the Falcons on the road at the Panthers. Uh, no one in the pool is picking the Panthers. I'm not going to do that either. I am going to go against the green a little bit, though. Everybody seems to be in love with the Cowboys. And, yes, they're playing well. Yes, they're playing good football. Great wins the last couple of weeks. Uh, they look like a little bit of a juggernaut. But I'm taking the Buffalo Bills, who kind of are sneaking around and suddenly not only have life to maybe make the playoffs, but just to potentially even win the division thanks to that Tennessee win on Monday night. Uh, versus the Dolphins. So, again, that's our fearless forecasters pool. Make sure you drop off your selections, and if you pick perfect this week, you win $700. That will wrap up our show. A reminder, Thursday night, MainStreetMediaRadio.com is how you listen to the Giles County game. It will not be on our Mixler channel as usual. This is a special broadcast. We have our friends from Mount Pleasant. Chris Yow from Main Street Murray will be the other half of your broadcast team. I'll be representing the Pulaski Citizen, so kind of a good old-fashioned slugfest, MainStreetMediaRadio.com, or if you download and are already watching this on the Main Street Media app, that's how you can check out the Thursday night game. Next uh, up on the list, we have Friday night. I'll be on the docket as Richland is set to host Wayne County. Two good matchups there. That will be back on our Mixler channel. And then Monday night, as uh, Giles County hosts Forest, and I promise you, again, next Tuesday, you are not going to want to miss a big showdown between Giles County and Harriman. Even if you just want to come watch a great game, uh, regardless of who loses, that will be one to be at. Harriman, again, featuring a top 150 player in the country, and uh, commit to Murray State, as Coach Murdoch told us a moment ago, you are not going to want to miss that. That's a look at our schedule. That will take us into next week. We will have a show next week. And then the week of Christmas, stay tuned. We'll have a special programming announcement about that. But that's all the time we've got for today. Wade Neely saying so long. Thank you guys so much for tuning in each and every single week. Uh, this has been the December 14th edition of the show. Make sure you tell a friend if you like what you're enjoying here. And uh, please reach out and spread the word as we are gearing up for some big things in 2024. See you next time. This has been From the Press Box with Wade Neely. Oh,